And it goes for 8, 15, 16, 23, 42. Yeah, the Dharma boys are in the hatch tonight. And you know we're gonna crash like it's 815. Yeah, the Dharma boys are in the hatch tonight. And you know we're gonna crash like it's 815. Okay, we're back. Uh, Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Dharma boys. <laughs> I'm Vincent Taylor. And I'm Taylor Wilson. Uh, we're coming to you live from the island. Today we're in the Baby Yoda station. Uh, today we're discussing season one, <laughs> episode ten, uh, raised by another. What is this episode about? It's about um. <laughs> I had a whole thing planned and I spaced on it. This is about a baby. Um, it's gonna be a very special baby. Uh, this baby has a lot of influence around the world it was born on a that will, will most likely be born on a very special night um and uh yeah people really want to steal this baby he's like the baby jesus in the bible i thought you were gonna say it is about saeed's glorious return even though he's in it for all like three <laughs> fucking minutes at the end every moment that i saw saeed i loved it now this uh, is good this shit's finally the whole episode, getting good i was like all right this is fine but when are we gonna get to saeed when is he coming i need my back? saeed fix man um it was good the other to see him th- it was good to see him i the main the first thing i kind of noted not the first thing i noted but um First thing I kind of want to say is uh, this is the first moment where I was like, oh, nice Sawyer. Like the first time I was like really giving credibility to Sawyer because he just, you know, helps out so quickly. It's funny you say that because today is the first time I acknowledged out loud that I give Sawyer uh, heaps of praise for the lowest bar like possible. Uh, (laughs) I was watching this with Kinsey and I was just like, hell yeah, Sawyer. And then I just like stopped and said that out loud. I was like, I just... Look, I just give him like a trophy for for nothing. You I should him stop. The trophy for the expectation. Yeah. After nine episodes of him withholding medicine for sick people, uh, <laughs> hiding a gun, like doing bad stuff. <laughs> he's done so many bad things, and all it takes is this. Can we please have this, Sawyer? You need to be a good guy because everyone thinks you're a dick. And he's like, I guess you're right. Uh, stay puffed or whatever. He yeah, says. and he's not giving away like cigarettes or a bottle of whiskey. He's giving away this like book of names that he does not give two fucks about at all. Yeah. In that though, he was happy to give it over. Like I think he was doing it. I I do think he was doing it for a good reason. We've talked about it before, and I do think Sawyer does little good little acts of virtue sometimes. Um, he's got a good thing. Uh, I'm just going to let you know, and the the folks at home uh, know, I took notes, and I don't know where they are. I lost them moments before we started recording, and I'm just, I'm I'm free-falling, so that's my kind of trajectory for this episode. Well, we're going to be on a similar path here, because I didn't take notes whatsoever, and thought, like, well, Taylor will have notes. He usually writes them down on a piece of paper, and he can kind of track the conversation, and I'll just like follow that. Like a pilgrim? That. So I say we both just jump on this plane together okay? and crash if we might. I, I'm just going to – yeah, I'm going to – I'm gonna. this will be good. This will be good. This will be like a stream of consciousness. This is a new way of doing this show, and I think yeah, people are going to love it. I think it's going to be great. Um, let's talk about I'm John gonna... Locke. Yes, let's First talk thing about that John came Locke. came to my head, he's scrubbing right. this board with a piece of uh, – 
what is that plant people grow in their house when they burn themselves? Aloe vera. Aloe. aloe He's yeah. rubbing aloe on wood. I, I think they told to, uh, Terry O'Quinn just do whatever the fuck you want. I don't really <laughs> care. Like in in most scenes he's in, so he just dicks around, um, and thinks like, look like you're busy. Look like you're important. Yeah, and I guess there's only so much to do. So, uh, but <laughs> so rub it aloe vera. <laughs> just make something. Make a potion. Uh, Hurley comes up to him. <laughs> He asks him about the census, and John Long, it made me realize, it would, I bet the cops, whenever they had to pull John Locke over, fucking hated him, because of his little bullshit that he does, he, I don't know what he says, I can't remember, I watched this episode an hour ago, I can't remember what he says, but it just made me, like, what the cops would pull him over, and they would be like, so, uh, where are you heading today, Mr. Locke, and he, he would just say some shit like, uh, well, we're all going oh, really? somewhere. <laughs> yeah, you, you're so right. And then they would try to probe him further, and he'd be like, "I don't really see why that matters." It would always just be like so resistant to everything all the time. Just be straight for a minute, man. Mm. Just like nothing. He's not as bad as Boone, though. Boone no, does no, no. some sovereign citizen horseshit. <laughs> sovereign. <laughs> Boone is the guy. Boone's the the kid in the really nice car that gets pulled over and then has like a dash cam that's like filming the police. Uh, I do not need to give you my license or registration. Uh, you have pulled me over unconstitutionally. That's Boone. He cracks his window one inch and says, "This is enough. This is enough." I need (laughs) an attorney present. Window any further? (laughs) But he's a he's a liberal, says Shannon. So we've got some biting commentary, uh, political speaking, that Lost is known for. Was it cool to be conservative then? Is that why they make fun of is Boone like I don't know. The is Boone like the laughable one because he's so liberal? I was thirteen like, at that time, so I don't know what the world was. We had a uh, Republican president. That's the only I mean <laughs> That's I, news to me. I'm dumb <laughs> as shit. No here or there about him, but that's about the George W like I, is the I president. I wonder if the world was like I don't think the world was more conservative, but I wonder if it was like like a little more kick-ass a little more rock and roll or what i don't know be, like we're, li- we're liberals like the tart like liberals not meaning like i guess like moderate democrats or something back then but i guess would it have been like she says that as if she's very confident that most people would agree yes like that's an insulting thing to her uh, to say about boone because she assumes most people would agree that's and fair. no one really seems to fight her on it yeah um not that they would. I don't think that the show should get into that. I'm not saying that, but I just mean I wonder <laughs> if that's You know what? If this, that was a thing. It might be, but I'm gonna open the floor up. I'm gonna open this pit up in a really big, crazy, nasty way. Uh, this fucking pit. We're talk pre- Claire got prego in this episode, so naturally we're gonna talk about abortion. Um yep. let's not ever ever do that on this show ever. Um <laughs> I regret it the moment I said it. So Claire does get pregnant, and her giant douchebag of a boyfriend um, talks her into keeping the baby. I Thomas. This ep- Thomas. This episode is horrifying front to back. By the way, well, how like so? In, mul- in multiple ways. Well, one, I think in the if, we'll go to the flashbacks first. It doesn't seem horrifying at first. Um. And he's so supportive and convinces her to keep this baby. And then all of a sudden she's very pregnant and leaves. Oh, and yeah. And he leaves in the, uh, in, uh, 
the way he the, he leaves is so fucking hilarious to me. It's not hilarious, but it's kind of just like has this whole vibe of like pregnant girlfriends. What a drag, huh? Like he comes in with his beer. He has a six pack of beers and he like puts it in the fridge. And I just it, he pretty much gives her a whatever man and walks out the door kind of thing, you know, and says that it's her daddy issues. Whatever, man. Women are fucking crazy. I'm going to the pub with the boys, you know? Like, that's that's the whole thing. And he's he's at the bar. Yeah, and I mean, like, she got pregnant eight months ago, and I told her we should keep it, and then I tell her, no dice, and she gets all pissed at me, man. <laughs> what the hell, dude? Like, What a crazy bitch. Ugh, so stupid. Yeah, Tom. Yeah, you need to do your art. I think Thomas's art probably just fucking sucks shit. Uh, I don't know. I, no, he does. I don't like him. him. No, me neither. I think he, you know what? No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to, I was going to lay into him. Uh, I was just going to keep going with this, but I don't know if the actor is going to like somehow listen to this and then it'll be like, get his feelings really hurt. So it's not him, but I would punch Thomas. Well, I was going to go in on his like physical appearance and it's, oh, yeah. it's not really cause I actually feel that way. It's just like. I'm I'm just upset, you know. I'm just attacking. What else are you gonna attack? I'm lashing out at him. It's not his fault. I'm sorry, actor who plays Thomas. Do you think it's weird that Claire trusts the psychic and his weird adoptive parent people that he found for her, with his psychic abilities? Oh, I want to talk about. <laughs> I want to talk about the psychic for one second because uh, when he tells Claire that he cannot see her, Claire's friend says at fucking. I always want to say at room temperature, but that's not what it is when you speak. Um, you can hear very audibly. She says, what a freak. And he just takes it. Like I was kind of hoping he would like be like, what, what the fuck did you just say? And like fall her out of the house and really just lay into her, you know, um, that's all I was thinking about. Tell her future really aggressively. <laughs> Ten minutes. I, I just, know when you're gonna die. <laughs> I was really upset about it for like ten minutes. I was like, that wasn't necessary. This guy has his own local business and he's working really hard. Um, so my working theory is now that he knew that Oceanic Flight Eight One Five would crash, but he did not know they would survive. He's a psychic. Yeah, so he was trying to get revenge on Claire's friend for calling him a freak by killing Claire in the plane crash. So, uh, that's my... Is he a real psychic? There's an episode with him in it later that's, like, way down the line where he apparently is not a psychic, but that really doesn't track with the whole energy that this episode's bringing. Yeah, is he, like, a psychic that didn't know he was really psychic? He was always just, like... The first time it happened. Like, he's been a fake psychic for a while, and then the universe or whatever controls your psychic ability decided to make it kick in when he meets this pregnant lady and gives him... Because he freaks out. Like, he does this the stereotypical psychic in a movie thing to do where it doesn't seem very legit, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, no, I can't. I can't do the reading. No. Huh. And you're like, oh, you're like, what's going on? So I wonder if he like never knew he was psychic and then found out he was psychic. You know, that's possible. Um, I think that they were going for a real antichrist baby thing. Like, that's I, that's the whole energy of this is like, hey, the baby's gonna be evil if you don't raise the baby, Claire. And uh, 
I don't know. I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but I, I yeah, I was having trouble with that. Too. I really want to put a pin in it. They just never of. they never address this again. Not really, not in any like real way, in my opinion. I don't um, think no, no, they don't directly address it, but I do think that what happens is not ideal for anyone involved. I guess I'm just I'll thinking say. in terms of danger surrounds this baby. You have to raise the baby or else something real bad's going to happen. I I have personally never been able to kind of be like, oh, that's what this is referring. Uh, because the idea of it seems to go beyond the scope of the show. Yeah, I mean, they don't... I mean, I guess they don't make much of an effort to end it right, but... Or to make it come full circle. But I feel like... I don't know. It's a hard conversation to have without spoiling anything in the future. Yeah, that's fair. But, but when we get to that point, we can we'll, surely remember. We'll come back, and maybe I'm wrong. Uh, if anyone listening at home wants to tell me why I'm wrong, go ahead. I want to hear your I, thoughts and theories. I am finding that I'm like pulling more from it. I mean, maybe it's because I'm watching it with like the thought that we're going to talk about it, so I have to be like more... More guarded. You know, we know we never do this. We never ask for input from home. Guys at home, why don't you tell us what you think about this? I don't think, I don't know if you will, but I'm challenging you to do it. At, uh, write in, make, make a comment or a tweet or something great like that, and tell us, what's up with Aaron? I want to hear your thoughts. Who, who, um, Are you asking who I'm talking to? Or <laughs> who, who, Who's Aaron? Oh, sorry. Aaron's a buddy. <laughs> Aaron's our, our third guy who is supposed to do the podcast with us, and he just keeps blowing us off. So where's Aaron? What's up with him? Please tell us. We're really worried about him. I've been crying myself to sleep every night. So. <laughs> I've been having these weird, weird symbolic dreams about Aaron all the time. People keep on telling me that he's coming, and I just touch bags of blood, and people have black and white eyes. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Wait, is this? Oh, it's Locke. Sorry, the dream. I did not catch that reference at all. I was like, what is he talking about? It's not really a bag of blood. She's bleeding. It's just like. Yeah, that's fair. But how, But they probably just had like a little plastic bag that she reached her hands in and then there was blood. True. Uh, Charlie is. I want. I really want to know what you think about Charlie in this episode. Charlie is a little. Fucking, Charlie the peanut butter baby is just coming. Doing the bare minimum to make things better for Claire. <laughs> That's what I think about. Here, have some of this tea. Can't stand how weak these yanks make it. Fuck off, dog. Yeah, I was... We're helping you my out. My blood was fucking boiling, dude. <laughs> By the way, did you know that in Australia they call Americans, um, seppos? What? They call us seppos, like really touristy Americans. They'll call us seppos, and it's because... It's a it's an old term, I guess, so it it probably makes more sense if you're from there, but basically it's that septic tank rhymes with yank. Okay. And we're full of shit, so we're seppos. So anyway, I don't Hmm. I just don't like that Charlie's trying to bond over the fact that no one can make good How about you make the fucking tea? Instead of making heroin for yourself and fake peanut butter for this pregnant lady who needs to eat, dog. How about that? I knew I could count on you for uh, I'm so kind of not Charlie, not feeling Charlie's vibes. But you know what? I'll lay it on. I'll lay it on too. Fuck it. You've, lay it on. You've sent Fuck you you've appealed to my sense of patriotism, and in his insult against my countrymen will not stand. 
Uh, one thing about Charlie that's so cool to me is if you give him in any way, shape, or form the option to overreact, he will take that option 100% <laughs> of the time. And, <laughs> and Claire is very similar. I guess I get it because if you were like convinced someone's attacking you and someone was like, hey, you're just fucking, hor- fucking hormones, you know what I mean? You're just crazy. But to Jack's credit, that makes total sense. And he, he laid on as, as, as really chill as he could. And Claire went, ran away into the jungle. Uh, I guess what I'm saying is um, I've decided Claire and Charlie are perfect for each other because they do just freak the fuck out at the drop of a hat. And they um, encourage each other's delusions. Yeah, that's true. About fake food. And psychics. Yeah, you ever yeah that, a... psych- that's, that psychic was probably real, Claire. Oh, I think it's real. That's cool. Uh, do, have you ever had a psychic? Have you ever had a palm reading? Have you ever done any of that? Dude, we should do that. I would just that would suck. Um, I would. I I don't think I ever could because I would go into um, uh, I would go into skeptical, and I don't think I would ever. I think you'd be a little uh, too smarmy the whole time. I think I would. Oh, oh yes, I did lose somebody important in my life. You would just lie to them. Yeah. Oh my god! I broke my leg last December. Like just make shit up. I see injury in your future. I work a really dangerous job at the injury factory. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that makes sense to me. I would. I, it's like being hypnotized. I don't think I could be hypnotized. I think if someone tried that, I would feel so... Okay, so I think I would just... I don't know what I would do because I would not want... I would feel compelled to be polite. I wouldn't want to be like, this isn't fucking working, idiot. Like, I think I would just want to be like... <laughs> I would think I would want to be like, hey, I'm sorry. I'm still with it. Like, I'm really sorry. Um, I don't know. No, I think actually what I would end up doing with a psychic, it, I think you're right. I would be too polite and I would like overly agree and try to find meaning in it. Mm-hmm. But like intentionally try to find. It's not that I'm I'm not discrediting, discrediting every psychic, I guess. Uh, I fucking am. No, but no, taking a, all, we're taking a firm no. stance against psychics in this show. We're a very anti-psychic show. I think that uh, I would be too willing to. I wouldn't want to be embarrassed by proving them wrong. So I think I would just be too keen on like validating what they were telling me. Mm. Uh, and it would be but it would be fun. I've never done it. I, I think I don't know. Maybe it would be fun. You've never done it either. Hell no. Uh, well, I'm not opposed to it. I just wouldn't really. I mean, it's like asking me if I've ever ridden a unicycle. Like, I guess I would do it, but like, when the hell would that have ever happened? So, yeah, yeah true. Claire's got a really good, uh, like, uh, level, uh, fucking shutdown when old Richard comes calling. Richard, Richard Malcolm, I think is his name. Malkin. Uh, he, uh, he calls her and he's like, wait, no grave dangers. And she's like, well, grave dangers are going to surround you if you don't stop calling. That was pretty good, Claire. That was a good clap back. She should have just hung up right then and there. Do you think that Shannon has always just had people in her life telling her she's clever? Whether, you know, when they're talking about the rape caves? Uh, well, you know what, man? Shannon is extremely conventionally attractive, so I'm 100% <laughs> sure that she has that, yes. And she says that she lives on crap hole island. Shannon, we're all stuck in this situation, and I get that you're frustrated with what's happening, because who wouldn't be? But also, we'll all live here right now. 
and we could just use with a little bit more of a can-do attitude. Yeah, she's a very negative person, isn't she? <laughs> That's it? not fair. She, yeah, a very negative person who almost died a couple of days ago. You know what, though? <laughs> totally you know, not fair. <laughs> you know who's not sulking, though? Fucking Hurley. Hurley handles this better than anyone else. He's like, let's golf. Let's... Let me help with the manifest. I Hurley wants stuff to do in the most helpful way, you know? I love his energy. I, I've said energy yes. like 12 times in this show. I guess that's what I'm just about today. That's the wavelength I'm on. I am loving Hurley's whole everything in this episode and last. He's taken off, dude. I love this man, and uh, he's he's not just making people feel better. I mean, he's the one who cracks the case on uh, Ethan. Ethan Rom. Yep. Rom. So Ethan wrong, am I right? Yes, you are. Ethan Ethan wrong guy on the plane. Everybody look out, he's not real. Ethan wrong to do the things you do, Ethan. Sorry, yours was way better. I should have let it go. <laughs> was it <laughs> Ethan wrong? I'm a bad guy. Uh <laughs> William Mopather is uh the guy who plays Ethan and he seems like a pretty charming fellow, but he excels at being the creepiest scariest human being I've ever seen. No, I mean, this episode is scary. Yeah. Even Claire's nightmares are scary. I think they're done in a really awful way. I mean, they're done in like a way that makes you feel uncomfortable. And the, uh, Ethan is this. Uh, Ethan's very unsettling in that last episode, in that last like moment when you, when the revelation is occurring. Yeah. I know that we have like laughed a an absurd amount of um, times about the serious nature of this episode, but the the psychic shit is actually creepy. I I, I did think yeah. it was spooky. Um, all of it is, it's all done in this like because like weird stuff has already happened on the island, but we're still not a hundred percent sure what kind of show we're dealing with. Is it a sci-fi show? Is it a fantasy show? Is it a like is all of it kind of made up and this is the really the first episode that it starts exploring like kind of like deeper mythology in the in the show i guess you know like it, it gets into more concrete definitions about what the show is but also makes you question like what could be like this psychic could be real in this world because there's this weird monster chasing everybody around and bears or whatever you know like um Right. I, I I don't know. It really gets into more of questioning the reality of everything. It it uh the show really starts to get into its uh its whole shit in this uh this episode, the last one and the next one. So, uh but I I think right now I've got, I've got some some juicy uh uh juicy alerts uh here for you guys for tail section t- trivia. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing so great with speaking <laughs> words today. Red alert. Do you guys do you know why I'm talking off like this? It's because I'm reading the trivia right now because I lost my mood. So <laughs> I'm looking it up as we speak. Um, Hit me with it. Da, da, da. Um, I gotta learn. I'm gonna start singing this song whenever they do. Um, okay, so here's fun. Uh, here's some fun stuff. Ethan Rom, that's an anagram, baby, for another man. So, yeah, I don't know why we didn't figure it out when we first heard his name, but uh, Lord Voldemort. I know, I know. Um, 
Do you think he was having a conversation with his people? Voldemort? Was, no. Ethan oh. And was like, I got to have a name that sounds real, but also totally gives it away. Um, You know, <laughs> sometimes they give fake names, and I don't think Ethan's name is fake. I think he just tells them their... His real name. Yeah, I think he does. Um, All right. The guy who played Thomas, uh, as we have talked about, is just really kind of getting his balls busted by by that Claire, huh? Yeah. He, uh, <laughs> he is the guy, he's the fucking painter in Wedding Crashers. It, when they go to the lake house and he, <laughs> the creepy guy, it's the same actor. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what, that is what I am reading and I don't think the sacred institute of IMDb is going to lie to us. So, uh, oh, he did. Jiminy Christmas, his, that's wonderful. And it's Jim, one of my favorite lines from any comedy movie is Vince Vaughn. He says, uh, it was a gift, Todd. I'm keeping it. Like, when he paints him, like, fucking right. What does he paint him, naked riding a horse or something? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that's awesome. All right, cool. And uh, the last point of trivia here that was interesting to me, a little drama on the set. Because the Ooh. director of this episode, Marita Grabiak, I think that's her name, Maria or Marita, Marita Grabiak. Don't come for me, Marita. If I said it wrong, I apologize. She directed this. She wanted the dream sequence to be in black and white, and they said no. And she felt very strongly about that. And she apparently got quote unquote extremely angry over this. And they never. Let her. I don't know if it's let or asked her to direct an episode of the show again. Whoa! So I guess she I got feel, pissed, man. I mean, I do feel like I get where the black and white is coming from, but I do feel like that gives away the it gives away the prize because, like, in the first ep, or the first dream, you kind of clue in that it's a dream because it's crazy. But the second dream may have not been a dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, it may have been a dream. It may have been her dreaming but do you know what I mean? Like it I get it. No, it does take away like, from it. Has Lost ever had a black and white scene? I'm really struggling to think of a time that they would have done that. Uh I don't think so. I don't think so. Ever... Yeah. We'll make note of it. We'll remember. Oh yeah, forever. For I can't sure. imagine getting that mad about it. I mean, I don't I, okay, I probably shouldn't take this time to shame this director, but I just imagine if I was like, hey, I really want it to be black and white, and they're like, no, we can't do that, I would just be like, all right, fuck all right, it. fine. But I don't know. Anyway. Don't know, may feel strongly about your vision, I guess. Yeah, power to you. Thank you for directing this episode, Maria. Sorry that you didn't get what you wanted. Anyway, that's the end of my my whole shit. The... <laughs> that's that's kind of the, the... I got to I prefer this. I prefer this loosened. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I was. I've been way too bookish this whole time, and I hate myself for it. So from now on, it's free flowing. Free flowing. I want the, the. I want the juices flowing. There, this whole show. Um, yeah, let's go. What else is there? Do, I can't check my uh, notes. Uh, no, no, no. The big the. Uh, I think the um. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't know how much more. Hold on. Let me. Let me just. It's not the most complicated episode, you know. No. Let me reference. Um, 
You know, at the very end of the episode, we never actually see Ethan do anything to them, so he may have just been coming to help them come back to camp. Fine. Yeah, he was helping them find Jack is what I took from the episode. That was my interpretation, too. I don't know why they were playing that weird, scary music. Hey, guys, let me help you find the camp. Not that's every... How, what if, oh, <laughs> what if they're just opens? doing, like, all these... Like all the, yeah, that's how they, they do all these cliffhanger... Uh, uh, episode like uh, ends of episodes and then it just resolved immediately in the next episode and we're on to the next story that's what i would want fine by me yeah not a big fan of drama in general you know i don't i don't do drama okay uh i'm real and uh yeah i was just reading about a bit of a um hold on While I, while I, this, I was, I'll sing a song sorry, to keep ahead. us. I was uh, just. Good thing I'll just delete. I'll delete everything. Don't worry. We'll have no show. <laughs> this is all. This this episode's scrapped. I'll use all the words that you use to make you say new things. Okay, and that's we'll, pretty we'll good. Make, I, and then I'll re- reply to the fake things you said, and then it'll be fine. If I ever die, then just do that. Um. If I ever die. Do you? <laughs> all right, I will. If you ever do. Uh, do you, uh, Claire handled Charlie being a drug addict all right, don't you think? She had other stuff going on, man, you know? Yeah, I feel like Charlie's just very lucky when bad things come. It's not, I really don't think Charlie is a bad guy. I like Charlie a lot, but, uh, you know what? There's nothing here. I'm not going to explore it. There's nothing there. Charlie misreads signals. I think Charlie comes across as, at worst, a creep in this, but, you know what? He's a sweet guy. I- we, we know yeah, and it. I, I don't I don't think it's him being creepy either. I don't think why well, he is being creepy, but it's hard to flirt on an island of death and mystery, man. Some, he just wants some attention. Don't we all? They're all yeah. They all in the end we all just uh you know we crave that deep. You just want to get. I guess Charlie uh-huh. just wants to get laid. Why was Saida, uh, um, all like weak? And distraught after getting back from Russo, but not that way when he found Russo. I kind of was thinking, like, nobody was saying, like, you look like shit, man. Like, that's what I was... Yeah. <laughs> um, man, what, can you imagine if Hurley just popped out in that scene and was like, ah, oh, Saeed, you look like shit. If there's, a, if there's never a time that it's, like, cool to say that, but people say it a lot in movies. Um, it would be cool to say it on the island. I would. Wow, you look like shit. You're must be dehydrated or something. I don't know. I think that's what it is. Saeed was really thirsty because I mean he's I don't know. Thirsty boy. He was hobbling out really fast back. His legs hurt. Um, I don't know. That's when the episode really came alive for me, and then it just ended. So. Um, I do think I can kind of salvage a bit of it. Uh, with uh. <laughs> you with mean brief... this episode? <laughs> Where we're at now, <laughs> just the lull, the natural lull after uh, <laughs> the juicy tail section. This episode is like if you love to want to me. You know what? I'm not going to Uh, just go. It's time for the numbers watch. Yeah. This is a bummer. Um, uh, don't worry, I have plenty of them, so it'll be fine. Um, uh, You're talking yourself up. I hope you can deliver on this, dude. I, it's at least one of us is prepared. All right.
Uh, this is gonna be so disappointing, man. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Actually, I'm gonna say I'm gonna be controversial here. Um, this is probably the best episode we've ever done. Uh, I think so. I think this is the most character. Yes, there's a lot of good stuff happening here. All right, so um, numbers watch where we look out for those pesky little numbers that pop up in the show four eight fifteen sixteen. Oh no, four eight fifteen sixteen. 20, what is it? 30, 26, 20, 20, are you 24? fucking, are you insane? <laughs> 4, 8, 15, 15 16, 16, 23, 24, 42. 23, 24, I almost said 24. 23, 42. This is where we talk about those pesky little numbers that pock up. Uh, pock up, 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42. I did it. You did it. Um, uh, I learned them the day after that episode and never looked back. It's my social security number now. Uh, this, the, 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 the one is that, the, that Claire says she's six weeks late. And I had to look this one up. She's six weeks late, which is 42 days. That's six weeks is 42 days. Fuck yeah, dude. That's the number. Oh, I, I guess Sawyer calls uh, for the alternative when we're out at Hurley. Sawyer calls Hurley Stay Puff mm-hmm. after doing a nice thing because he can't do a full nice thing. No, he always has to crip, uh, hinder it somehow. Um. Yeah, that was mean, but we like her. we like Sawyer's nicknames. So those are the two things for this. There might be another one I can find out. They mentioned Oceanic Flood Eight One Five, but we we've already done that. Who am I kidding? And I feel we've like this one that. doesn't count. The psychic spent four months telling Claire, "I've been telling you for four months," and he looks in the camera. Oh, that's some yeah. Expo- it's like when they have a TV show and they're like, "Oh, I would like I love you. I love you, Simon. I'm your best friend since third grade." Like, yeah, I get that. Listen, Becky. We've been best friends since we were eight years old. Our parents you, fought in the war together. Don't you think we should be together just for Christmas? You know last Christmas my brother died of that overdose. <laughs> and now they're going to close your guitar shop on Main <laughs> Avenue. Hallmark, give us a job, please, dog. <laughs> please, we got it, Hallmark. This is so good. Uh, is there a Christmas special episode of Lost? There's not a Christmas episode, is there? I think, actually, dog, the closest one you're going to get is the constant because it takes place on Christmas Eve. All right, fair enough. Well, I thought we would have one earlier, but I guess not. Yeah, we'll get we'll come back to this topic in season uh, four. Yes. So that's kind of the end of this thing. It's time to put yeah, it out I, of its misery. Let's, <laughs> let's take this thing out back and shoot it in the head. Am I right, guys? Let's execute it like we do with all our pets when they get let's too take old. This, let's take this thing to the farm and never let it see our family ever again. One last thing before we do brutally uh, kill this episode with our hands because we're out of bullets. What would you rate this episode? How many pregnant Australian women? <laughs> I'm going to give it a three and a half pregnant Australian women. That's fair. I'm going to give it a three, uh, mostly because Claire's screaming was just getting on my nerves. Am I right? Like, just, man. I think I like my baby. Our Australian fan base is going to love this bit we're doing. Uh, I'm real bad at it. It's okay. We're septic tanks. Am I right? Yeah, you guys got us. We're septos. Uh, they should have put bells on Claire while she was asleep, so that way she wouldn't have to scream, and they would have heard it. So, I don't know.
I guess like a cat, you know, <laughs> when it, uh, when they, so they don't kill birds. But this is different. So she's not That's kidnapped. That's not why cats have bells. What? Why cats do you think bells? they put them on it for to be cute? No, we have a bell on the cat, so we know where so it is. So it doesn't where's, sneak up on you and scary. Where? <laughs> so, where's George? Dingling. Oh, there he is. That's why they don't kill birds. That's one. Of, that's it? a possible reason for it. I think. Just because something's possible doesn't make it true. <laughs> well, it doesn't. We're getting off topic. It's, it's possible that that guy was in Wedding Crashers, but I don't think you're right. Take that up with IMG, <laughs> the, the International Movie Database. It's the Internet. This is the end of the show. Thank you. All right. Good. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. And don't forget to follow us. Yeah, we have social media and we're really good on there. Like, I think it's just the best stuff. Just go follow us. Um, at the Dharma Boys everywhere. Yeah, just the search Dharma for the Dharma Boys and you will find us. Cause and, and you know it doesn't matter because we're gonna find you. So you can go on Twitter and follow us at Dharma Boys. Is it just Dharma Boys? The Dharma Boys? No, on Twitter. I'm doing all off memory. I'm doing all off the dome. It's on Instagram. Dharma- it's Dharma Boys Pod. No, it's Dharma Boys Pod on Twitter. Wait. Follow. You know what? We're. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm sure this charming little thing is is so good to our uh to our followers um cut it all out no no one will know what happened here you were right on twitter it's dharma so follow us on twitter at dharma boys follow us on instagram at dharma boys pod and on facebook at uh just search for the dharma boys and facebook at the dharma boys uh please do i wasn't kidding i do want to hear your theories there was a lot of kiddings in this episode but i meant it i want to hear what you think about aaron and if nobody submits one, I'm getting my feelings hurt. So I, I don't even know who Aaron is. Oh, I got our good friend, our good friend Aaron. Please, <laughs> where is he? Please come back. We need you. you. Can call the FBI you if you have any tips. We are, we're following. Also, go to unsolved.com. Yeah, if go, you have any. There's gonna be. It's on Unsolved Mystery Season Three. It's coming out. So we are. Aaron, please yeah, save us. We are falling apart. Aaron, please miss you so much, my sweet baby cherub angel. I'm done with this. All right, goodbye. Thank you and namaste. Thank you and namaste.